Welcome to Managed Carecast, a podcast from the American Journal of Managed Care. Healthcare is changing due to a combination of technological improvements and rising costs. For instance, more than half of surgical procedures now take place in an outpatient environment. But, as with many things in healthcare, there isn't a lot of transparency. I'm Laura Jost, Associate Editorial Director of the American Journal of Managed Care, and today I'm speaking with Michael Abrams, Managing Partner of Numerov & Associates, about patient safety in outpatient settings. The LeapFrog Group recently released a report that showed there are gaps in education, training, and national certifications of clinicians in ambulatory surgical centers, or ASCs, and hospital outpatient departments, and patients at both locations may experience gaps in communication before and after procedures. However, ASCs lag behind hospital outpatient departments in implementing best practices for patient safety. For instance, few ASCs have an antimicrobial stewardship program in place, according to LeapFrog. And yet, patients tend to give higher patient experience ratings to ASCs. LeapFrog has been releasing these healthcare safety reports for years now, but how are or should these and similar reports be used by institutions, payers, employers, and patients? Well, I think LeapFrog is a, a unique uh, case of an organization that um, was constituted by employers, uh, a coalition of employers, in order to understand the safety and quality of the care that they were buying when they invested uh, in uh, patient in, in uh, employee benefit programs that involved health care. And, and so I, I think what is really good about the work that LeapFrog is doing is that employers have the same interests and concerns that patients have. They want their employees to be healthy. They want them to be able to carry on with their, their, their lives and their work, and they want to not spend more on that than they absolutely need to. So, you know, LeapFrog is a great source of transparent and objective data that uh, does enable, ultimately, comparison across providers, which is difficult for most patients or potential patients to, to find. So it's a valuable asset in the quest for a more market-based delivery system. Uh, Patients can use what comes out of LeapFrog uh, to help them choose between inpatient or outpatient care. And after after the next survey, because this is the first time around, uh, patients can use the data that is provided by uh, LeapFrog to help them choose between individual providers of care. Uh, employers, uh, I would expect, would be using results from LeapFrog to help them understand what their contracting options are when they consider uh, various provider networks to uh, evaluate the value of one network versus another. Payers, although I'm sure they have other sources of data, can use the data that is put out by LeapFrog as an input into their decisions about which providers to include in network. 
and obviously healthcare delivery institutions should use such data to objectively assess how they compare to competitors, both locally and nationally. So I think it's very useful. It's, it comes from a reputable and reliable source and, and is a real asset in the service of a more objective and market-based healthcare system. So, you know, changes in healthcare have been driving consolidation as well as hospital closures, particularly in rural areas. How have these trends been impacting patient safety? Well, you know, actually data on safety in outpatient settings is surprisingly limited. But what, you know, what we can surmise, what we have seen is that Consolidation across healthcare providers has at least a short-term negative impact on patient safety. I think this is related to changes in patient volume and perhaps, depending upon the situation, in the characteristics of the patients that, that actually walk through the door. Uh, it's related to changes in infrastructure and in practice settings that introduce a learning curve that makes formerly routine tasks more time and in attention intensive and therefore more error prone. I mean, it's kind of like just when you start a new job and you go to a new place, you have to, as they say, learn your way to the bathroom. Well, um, surgeons don't get plugged in and operate perfectly uh, subsequently. They have to also learn about new ways of doing things, about new equipment, about new kinds of supplies. And, and so while all of this might be mitigated to some degree by better planning and change management, it is also to some degree inevitable. And how are those changes, things like new technology and other innovations, improving care delivery in a way that could positively impact patient safety? I know that, obviously, like you said, when these things first come up, there's a lot of unknowns that they have to learn initially. Mm -hmm. Well, and, and I do think that that is probably a, you know, that's a short-term impact um, just because when you consolidate and you make all those changes, um, there's a lot to get used to. Um, but you, you're asking about technology and, and under, other innovations and, and the impact there, and I think that it's all very positive. Uh, the devices that are used in surgery, both inpatient and outpatient, are increasingly incorporating smart technology that minimize trauma and enable surgeons to customize the procedure to the, the specific patient. Um, more advanced anesthetics minimize side effects. Uh, they make rapid recovery possible. And all of that is desirable, both from the surgeon's point of view and from the patient's point of view. Um, re researchers are currently using artificial intelligence to identify the factors that differentiate patients who should be candidates for outpatient procedures from those that should not. Uh, and those that should have the backup capabilities of a, a hospital at hand. So all of these factors position outpatient surgery centers to improve on the patient safety path over time. 
And another major change happening in healthcare is that more care is being moved outside of the hospital. Does that make it harder to monitor and maintain safety? Is that actually helping to improve safety? Well, you know, that's I, I, not an easy question to, to answer. Um, to the extent that migration of care to outpatient settings results in more narrowly defined, more homogeneous uh, patient populations, safety should be enhanced. I think it's fair to say that in general, hospitals, hospitals handle sicker patients, often patients with more complicated health needs than outpatient settings. That's the way it should work. And when case requirements in an outpatient setting fall into a more narrow range, there should be fewer surprises. There should be fewer uh, clinical incidents. On the other hand, outpatient facilities that are standalones and don't have a hospital or corporate quality department to look to for oversight and quality assurance will need to build it from scratch, which in the short term is a more difficult challenge. And so what exactly is driving that migration of care? Well, I think there are a number of factors that you can point to. Certainly one of them is changing consumer uh, awareness and concerns for convenience and access. It's generally a lot more convenient to go to an outpatient surgery center than to check yourself into a hospital inpatient setting. So that's one of the drivers. Another one is that there's growing patient payer, I'm sorry, payer interest in using the lowest cost point of care. As the total cost of care has really assumed prominence in the understanding both of payers and in patients, uh, that becomes more important. There is growing sophistication, as we've talked about, in surgical tools and techniques that allow uh, what had been procedures that would only be performed in an inpatient setting to be performed in an outpatient setting. I was uh, surprised as it became apparent that things like uh, knee replacements and even hip replacements are now being performed on an outpatient basis with patients being sent home the same day, which I, you know, I find that really amazing. Uh, and this is further made possible by new pain management and diagnostic techniques uh, and a boom in the development of outpatient care delivery options. Basically, uh, there are, there's a lot of capital available for investment in outpatient settings because the market knows that this is a dynamically uh, expanding sector. And so you mentioned the, you know, the cost issue. How does the value-based payment movement fit in with safety concerns? Is it helping to address safety issues? Are these new payment models just highlighting areas where there are safety concerns? Well, I think patients bear an increasing percentage of healthcare costs through deductibles and co-pays, and so they have a bigger stake in the cost of care. Uh, from a value perspective, it's hard to justify the use of a more expensive acute care delivery setting 
when the patient isn't likely to need the extended acute care capabilities that would be included in that to the extent that healthcare provider organizations, their responsibility for managing the total cost of care, whether it's a bundled payment or capitation, they now have a reason to choose the lowest cost, highest quality site of care. You know, the the focus on value implicitly includes both cost and quality. It's not one or the other. And that includes safety. Uh, In point of fact, acute care settings are inherently more dangerous to patients than outpatient settings. The odds of treatment-acquired infection is lower in an outpatient setting, and and that all by itself uh, is a consideration for those patients that are appropriate for that, that environment. Great. And so is there anything else that you wanted to add? I guess only that... The regulation of outpatient settings is well behind the growth in the level of activity that we're seeing there. Hospitals are regulated far more heavily than than outpatient settings, and there isn't enough data available. Uh, I think organizations like LeapFrog help to fill that gap but I think that it would be appropriate for HHS and CMS to play a larger role uh, in, in overseeing what's happening within outpatient settings. Great. Well, thank you so much for your time today. You're welcome. Thank you for listening to Managed Carecast. You can get in touch with us at info at AJMC.com or on Twitter at AJMC underscore journal. And if you like the podcast, don't forget to subscribe and rate us.